Hi, this is the podcast ministry of Pastor Alan Fong of the Heritage Baptist Church. This afternoon, I want to bring you an encouraging message entitled, To Be Used of God. I believe every sincere Christian has a desire to be used of God. I believe we desire to to be fruitful. I believe we desire to be profitable. I believe we desire that God would give approval and be pleased with our service. But many times we feel like we're lacking in resource, ideas, or wisdom what to do. This afternoon, from Acts chapter 8, I'd like you to see from the life of Philip three things that God uses in our lives to be effective for His glory. The first thing I want you to notice from the life of Philip is that God uses weakness. As we start off chapter 8, we read that there is persecution that is occurring among the believers there in Jerusalem. This persecution came about at the death of Stephen. Stephen was the first martyr of the Christian faith. He had been stoned to death. And the Bible says that, uh, that the, uh, the Jews were very hostile to the believers there. When I think about what God uses, I think about the fact that God uses our weakness. The church was at a very weakened point in life. Weakness is when we're lacking strength. Weakness is when we just don't have vitality or ability. Weakness is realizing we were overmatched, outsized, or, or, or way out of our league. Now, a lot of times I think as Christians, if we're very honest with ourselves, we feel weak. Sometimes we feel weak because of suffering. The church here was suffering. They were suffering persecution. The Bible says Saul was consenting unto his death, and at that time there was a great persecution against the church, which was at Jerusalem. You know, persecution is when there's suffering, when people hurt us, when there's injury, when we're called names, when we're censured. Suffering is, occurs in our life when we have hurt and trials and difficulties. Suffering is, involves pain. Suffering involves discomfort. Suffering puts us at a disadvantage. And yet I'm reminded that in, in spite of suffering, God uses suffering. Not only does this weakness come from suffering, but, God, but weakness comes from sorrow. The Bible says also that uh, devout men carried Stephen to his burial and made great lamentation over him. The church was sorrowing over the death of one of their great leaders. You know, sorrow is when some comes when somebody's taken from us, when there's been a death, when there's been a passing, when there's been a loss, when we know that there's no recovery. Sorrow involves tears and weeping. We feel that sense of sorrow, that withdrawal in our hearts there. And many times when there's sorrow, we feel weak. We feel weak in terms of our presence. We feel weak in terms of our inability. We feel it. When sorrow occurs, it makes us think about our mortality and what we don't have. Sorrow comes from suffering. Uh, or weakness comes from suffering. Weakness comes from sorrow. But weakness also comes when we're scared. Many believers at that time were scared for their faith. They were scared for their safety. We get scared. When we're out of our comfort zone. We're scared. Right now, as we're dealing with COVID-19, some of us feel scared. Some of us feel scared we're going to lose our jobs. Some of us feel scared that we might contract COVID-19. When we're scared, we feel weak. May I remind you something? It's during times of weakness, God uses weakness to help us. God uses weakness so that He can accomplish His purpose. God uses the small and broken things to accomplish His will. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, the following, and he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. I want us to focus on that thought. God's strength is made perfect in our weakness. Don't be afraid of your weaknesses. God is more attracted to our weaknesses 
than he is to our strength. Let God's strength be made perfect in your weakness. Realize that your weakest moment, that's when God arises and shows himself strong. There's a second thing God uses. God uses our weakness, but secondly, God uses our willingness. God raised up this man by the name of Philip. Philip was among the seven that are identified in Acts chapter 6 as being an extension to the apostles' ministry. The Bible says in Acts 8, 5, Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria, and he preached Christ unto them. Now many were scattered about uh, witnessing and planting churches and spreading the gospel. But Philip is the one who went to Samaria. Jews despite Samaritans. Jews and Samaritans did not have a good relationship. Philip was willing to go where no one else wanted to go. Philip was willing to take the message even if it meant uh, of, the, of the gospel of Jesus Christ, even if it meant he would be rejected. Philip was willing to go by himself. Philip was willing to go and face persecution. Philip was willing to go and face rejection. Philip had a willingness to be used of God. He did not let the risk impair his or cloud his thoughts. He just decided, I'm willing to go where God wants me to go. I believe there was a clear, compelling leading of the Holy Spirit that let Philip down there. And God gave him, because of that, a very great, fruitful ministry. He had a willingness to get out of his comfort zone. He had a willingness to talk to people that Jews normally would not associate with. He had a willingness to stay there for a long time. He had a willingness to plant a church. He was willing to use his own resources to get the work of God done. You know what I found over time? God uses people that are willing, just willing to be used of God, willing to go wherever God wants them to go, willing to do whatever God tells them to do, just willing to go. If we would just volunteer, if we would just put aside our concerns, and we would just put aside our apprehensions and just be willing, we'd be amazed what God will do with us. God uses our weakness. God uses our willingness. But finally, God uses our witness. As we read chapters eight of Acts chapter 8, we find that Philip is consistently witnessing. He's witnessing to the Samaritans one by one. He's witnessing through preaching. And then as the church has now reached a point of stability and reproductive growth, and getting strengthened, God sends an angel to Philip and tells him to go to the desert of Gaza because there in the desert of Gaza was a was an Ethiopian man of great authority in a chariot reading the scroll of Isaiah. And that man there, that Ethiopian eunuch, wanted to understand the word of God. He needed somebody to come to his side to tell him how to get saved. I believe the reason why God sent Philip and not Peter, and the reason why God sent Philip and not somebody else, was because this man had already proven that he was willing to be used in his weakness. He was willing to be used in his, his willingness. And now God would use him in his witness. And God sent him all the way out to the desert for one man. And to a hot, arid, dry place to bring the gospel to one man. To help one man who came from a different part of the world, who was not of the same race, who was not even the same language, not even of the same background, to tell this man how to get saved. You know, if we would just be a witness for Jesus Christ, it's amazing what God would do. I've had the privilege of witnessing for the Lord door-to-door, witnessing by telephone, witnessing by Zoom, witnessing on airplanes, witnessing on trains, witnessing on buses, witnessing on, on Bay Area Transit, witnessing on the street, witnessing in parks, witnessing at picnic benches, witnessing by the lakeside, witnessing in warehouses, witnessing inside homes, witnessing in backyards. I mean, there, I, I, there's been so many places under, under bridges, uh, on the side of the road. I mean, I thank God there have been many, many places that God has priv privileged me to be able to witness. 
God uses our witness to change lives. God uses our witness, no matter where it may be, to help people come to know Jesus Christ as Savior. I think about recently of a person that I was able to witness to by Zoom, and God used that witness, that person got saved. I think about God, how God used a phone call that I made several hundred miles away to someone who needed to get the gospel to them. They heard the gospel and got saved. God uses our witness. God uses our live stream. God uses our Zoom meetings. God uses our Facebook messages. I mean, God uses our witness for His glory. How should they hear without a preacher? Philip was willing to be used as a witness. Philip was willing to be used because of his weakness. Philip was willing just because he knew God wanted to use him. I want to encourage you. Let God use you. Let God send you. Don't say no to God. Say yes to God. May God help us to be greatly used of Him. God bless you.